Welcome to the Big Church Podcast. We are a church in Barrie, Ontario, Canada, and we hope you are blessed by this message. For more information, check out our website at bigchurch.cc. On the, uh, on the projected day today, guys, what we are talking about today is kingdom come. Can everybody say to me, can you say kingdom come? I can't hear you. You got to say that again. Kingdom come. Come on. We're a spirit-filled church, man. We, can, we need passion in this house, all right? So today what I want us to do is, is when, I, when I speak, when you agree with something that I'm speaking today, let us, let's, let's shout. You guys can shout me down, you know. You guys can get loud, you know. You guys can encourage me, you know, because we're going to, when you say amen, you're saying let it be done. You're going to stir up my faith. You're going to stir up your faith. It's all good. We're all going to be stirred up in this place. And we're going to leave different than the way we came in, right? Amen? Come on. All right, so like I said, we're talking about kingdom come today. Now, before I get into this message, I just want to say that uh, Cindy and I, while we were on vacation, I was really uh, just, I had some really good times with the Lord, some really good times where I would, uh, I would go outside and sit on the porch and literally just spend time, just be with the Lord and just, just hear him. And, and one of the things that I've been, I've been wanting to hear from the, God, from the Lord was, God, what are you saying to your church in this hour? I know that we've just, we're going through COVID. We're in a season where, you know, things are beginning to open up more. God, but what are you saying? What is your heart for your church today? What is, what is your heart for your bride, God? And, and, and so what, what I kept getting, what, what kept coming to my mind was, what kept coming to my spirit was that he wanted to bring his kingdom through his bride. Um, and and that it's something that he's really wanting to do. So today, if you want to, uh, before we even get into there, I want to show some examples here. So when you think about a kingdom, what does it look like to you? And this, we're going to talk about this for a bit. What does a kingdom look like to you? A few of us, we have different uh, thoughts of what a kingdom might look to you. Maybe your first thought of what a kingdom might look like is like a medieval time kingdom. Could we get that on the screen? So maybe it might look like a medieval time kingdom with some uh, castles, you know, and, and, you know, when you think about the castles, you think about knights, and you think about kings and queens and, you know, swords and wars and all sorts of kinds of things like that. So maybe, maybe that's what you think of when you think about kingdom. I don't know. I'm, I like history, so that's that one of the things that I think of when I think of a kingdom. What else could you think of? Can we get the next slide up there? All right. Yes. Maybe, maybe you think of Disney World when you think of the kingdom, you know? Maybe you think about the Disney princesses. I don't know. Maybe you think of, uh, I don't know what else there is, uh, Frozen when you, think of the king, when you think of kingdom, you know? This is another thing. Maybe you've been to Disney World. I've never been to Disney World, but if you have, then you've probably seen the castle that's there. But maybe that's something that you think of when you think of kingdom too. I'm going to get the last slide up there as well. All right. Maybe when you think of kingdom, you think of our, uh, the queen the, of uh, the United Kingdom, you know? Maybe that's something else that you might think of when you think of kingdom. But what I want to get at today is that, you know, when you think of kingdom, a kingdom um, always has representatives. It always has those that represent that kingdom, you know? And so I, I want to know is... What I want you guys to know is, is there's actually another kingdom that actually is outside of all those other kingdoms. And I believe that today there is a, a prophetic word from God on what he wants to speak of about his kingdom to you today. And so if you want to turn with me, we're going to go right into Luke uh, 17. So you want to turn with me right there. We're going to go to Luke 17, 
Um, oh, look, I'm typing in my password, but I'm actually typing in the Bible verse. So, <laughs> All right. So they want me to Luke 17, verse 20. All right. And it says this. It says, one day the Pharisees asked Jesus, when will the kingdom of God come? And Jesus replied, the kingdom of God can't be detected by visible signs. Verse 22, I mean 21. You won't be able to say, here it is, or it's over there. For the kingdom of God is already among you. The kingdom of God is already among you. Jesus, I love you. Holy Spirit, we just, would you breathe on your word today, Holy Spirit? Would you breathe on this word? And would you speak it as a rema word to each and every heart? A now word, God. Let it be, God, a prophetic word and an utterance from heaven, Lord, that would touch our hearts today. Minister to me as you minister to them, Father. Jesus' name. So one thing I want to I bring out here, which, which I found when I read this verse, I was like, wow. It's a, it was like it was highlighted all over me as I read this word today. And it was, this was really cool. The Pharisees asked this question. When will the kingdom of God come? The Pharisees asked this question. I want you to know today that there are people around you today that are asking you, where is the kingdom of God? And maybe they're not saying it in, in words like, where is the kingdom of God? But maybe there's a cry out on the inside of them from the pain that is going on in their life, wondering where is hope, wondering where is joy, wondering where is, when is their heart going to be changed? When, when will they be set free from this thing that's been holding them captive for so long? When will they be free from depression? When will they be free from the thoughts of suicide? When will they be free from sexual morality that's, in, that's been consuming their hearts? There are people that have a cry. Maybe it's not on the outside, but it might be on the inside, and it's a cry crying out for the kingdom of God, and they don't even know it yet. And I want you to know today that this is what Jesus says to us. This is what Jesus says to us. When people ask you that question, there is an answer you can give them. See, Jesus says to us, the kingdom is not among the visible things, but it's actually an invisible kingdom, and it's already here. <laughs> and as believers, the moment that you were born again, that kingdom is on the inside of you. Wow, come on, somebody. The kingdom of God is not a visible kingdom, but it's actually an invisible kingdom because it's a supernatural kingdom, which means it transcends everything that's naturally in your life. It actually is above and beyond that, and it lives on the inside of you. Come on, this is, this is a powerful thing. I want you guys to know this, and I'm laying a framework for something that I believe God is going to speak to your lives today. See, you were born again into that kingdom. You were born again into that kingdom, guys. You were, when you got born again, when you gave your life to Jesus, you took on a new government. You took on actually a new citizenship. You no longer are just bound to the laws and the regulations of this world, though we do submit to them when they submit to God. But you actually live by a, a, a higher standards. As a matter of fact, the Bible says that you're actually seated now in heavenly places. See, the kingdom of God is a spiritual kingdom. God wants us to access this kingdom, but it's only possible by the Spirit. 
See, when we read this, when we read this word, this amazing word of God, this, this word that literally was given through 66 books, through, through different, different men and women of God, we see that all of this wasn't actually from here, it was actually from heaven. It all came from heaven, and it was given to us. And so what I want you to know today is that to access heaven, you can't just read this thing with your natural eyes. You can't just access this thing with, with what is, with, with just trying to analyze it naturally. You need the Spirit of God. You need the Holy Spirit. And what God wants to do is he actually wants to, to bring us from that state of being in the natural where we think so naturally to being in a state where we could live in the Spirit so that we can receive the things of this kingdom. And this is an amazing thing. And so what I want, where I'm going to go from there is this, and this is what I really felt the Lord, one of the things that the Lord was saying to us as a church here, as a big church, one of the things I felt the Lord was saying is, in this season, God is calling his church to begin to build his kingdom. In this season, I believe that God is calling his church to build his kingdom. And it's not like we haven't been building it before, but I believe that there is an intentionality that the Holy Spirit is wanting to bring forth into each and every heart. And for each and every person that is here to realize that you actually have a part to play in building the kingdom of God. That it's not just me or the pastors or a leader, or, or somebody that, that just, that, that fasts, that prays, that intercedes, and, and just does that. It's actually for every believer that is filled with the Spirit of God to be able to then bring the kingdom of God. And so this is what I believe the Holy Spirit is actually saying to us today. And, and, my, and you might ask me, well, what does building the kingdom look like? What does that look like? Well, I want, I want you right now, you're going to turn with me to Romans um, 14, 17. Are you guys following me today? Yeah. All right, let's go. We're going somewhere, guys. Say, say, say we're going somewhere. Yes. Come on. So turn with me. We're going to Romans 14, verse 17. All right, and it says this. It says, for the kingdom of God is not a matter of what we eat or drink, but of living a life of goodness, peace, and joy in the Holy Spirit. In the Holy Spirit. Huh. See, because the Holy Spirit lives in you, the kingdom of God lives in you. And what I find when I, when I look at this verse and when I read it, what I see here that's so clear is, is that the, when the kingdom of God comes, these things will follow. When the kingdom of God comes in your life, when you are bringing the kingdom of God, these things will follow you. These things should follow you. And we need to become more intentional about these things following us. The goodness of God, the peace of God, and the joy of God. These things should be following us. As we're building the kingdom, you will notice that these things will be following you. But, but you all have the ability to, not because you need something extra than what you already have. You've already been given everything that you need in the Holy Spirit. He's already equipped you for a time such as this, in a season such as this. And so, it means bringing everything we have. I mean, it means bringing everything we have to access, um, to realize that we, act, we have access to everything that heaven has. That we can actually have, we have access 
to everything that heaven has here on earth. That means peace, that means joy, that means healing, that means eternal life, that means hope. That we have access. Guys, guys this is what's powerful. I'm going to go right here to, the, to another verse. I'm actually going to skip ahead because I really feel this from the Spirit of God right now to just go to this verse in Matthew um, 6, verse 9. So Matthew 6, verse 9, and it says this. It says this, our Father in heaven. I mean, pray like this. Pray like this. Our Father in heaven, may your kingdom come. I mean, may, sorry, I'm reading a different version in my head than I'm actually reading on the screen. <laughs> um, our Father in heaven, may your name be kept holy. May your kingdom come soon. May your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. May your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. See, God, our Father, has had an original intent for us. And that original intent for us is that heaven would come through our lives here on earth that we've actually been given the keys. Guys, guys, come on. We've been given the keys of heaven to bind and to loose things on heaven and earth. We've been given keys so that, so that we can actually see the promises of God here on earth. See, you're not going to change what's here on earth by a natural thing. There is no, you're not going to change it by doing the same thing that everybody else is doing. We need to go to the place that was the original intent for humanity. Because everything that is here on the earth, people are trying to recreate. They're trying to recreate what heaven already has. But they can't. Because it was already done perfect. And so everything that you need is found in heaven. And if you would call, if you would be like, Father... Bring down everything that is on heaven here on the earth in my life, God. And you would walk every day with heaven's mindset. And you would walk every day with heaven's heart. You begin to see his kingdom come in your life. So you have to receive the kingdom in order to give it. So that means that in your life and in my life, in my life and in your life, we have to receive what God says about us. Because we can't. We can't give what we don't have. We can't give from an empty vessel. Come on, somebody. We can't give from running on empty, guys. I feel like, I feel like in this last season, we've been, there's, there's some of us that have been going so hard, that have been running so fast, so hard, that we've been focused on what we can give more than even what God wants us to receive for the people for other people around you, wherever you're at. Maybe it's, maybe it's you know, in your, on your job. Maybe it's even just in the grocery store. Maybe it's, you know, it's in your everyday life when you, when you go to, to meet up with friends, when you're with your family. Where, where, what are you giving out of? Are you giving out of what you received from, from listening to the news? Are, are you giving out of... Uh, the, 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 the lies of the enemy that, that, you know, he's been saying, you know what, this, just everything looks hopeless, you know. What have we been giving out of? And many believers feel powerless because they are living in the wrong kingdom. 
I really want this to sink in today. I feel the Spirit of God on this. Holy Spirit, just help, help. Help for this to sink in today, Holy Spirit. Help for this to, to just come alive today, Holy Spirit. We've been giving out from the wrong kingdom. You know, there are areas of my life which I've had to be like, Hold God, Father, revive me, fill me. There's areas of my heart where I've been like, God, you know what? I might be spending time with you on this, in the morning on a routine basis, but maybe I'm not fully acknowledging you as I walk through my day. Maybe I'm not fully meditating upon you as I walk through my day. Holy Spirit, come and come closer than ever before. Holy Spirit, come. You know what's amazing is that when we come close to him, he comes close to us. And it's from that place, guys, that we can give because when he comes close to us, when, when he's come close to us, it's not even the fact that he was out there and he was in here. It was that he was in here, but we recognize him and he manifested himself among us. So then now when you go to, to, to your job and when you go to, to, your, to, your, uh, to your family, when you go to friends, no longer are you just thinking about all the worries and the cares of this world, but now because you're constantly being like, Holy Spirit, come close. And it's okay to just say that throughout your day, Holy Spirit, come close. It's okay to just to call him close in, in, in moments where, where you, there's so much busyness and, and things going on in our lives because it's in that place that we receive from what we need from heaven. It's in that place when we call on the kingdom of God, when we call on the Holy Spirit to come close, that we receive what we need. So, I'm, uh, I'm going to go to um, Philippians 3.20. I mean, three th yeah, 3.20. If we could turn there, Philippians 3.20. And it says this. It says, but we are citizens of heaven where the Lord Jesus Christ lives. And we are eagerly waiting for him to return as our Savior. But we are citizens of heaven where the Lord Jesus Christ lives. We are citizens. So, guys, when we talk about a kingdom that is coming, the kingdom that, that, is, that, 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 is, that is here and now, we're talking about that it lives in us, but that we are representatives. We are ambassadors of this kingdom. We are, we are going on behalf of heaven to this world right now. We're all, we're all going on behalf of heaven. We all have the ability to give something that is in heaven to somebody around us. There is nobody that is here that is sitting before me right now that if you have received Jesus and you've been born again and you've been filled with the Spirit that doesn't have something to give on the inside. And you know the distractions of life, the things that are happening of life, and, the, and the sometimes maybe even sometimes the failures and the things that have fallen short in our lives, and maybe sometimes the discouragements of things that we thought would happen but didn't actually happen the way we thought that would happen can bring us to a place of saying, you know what, I don't know if I have anything to give anymore. There are the things that beat us up in this life, the things that have come against us, especially during this last season of COVID where we've been locked down and we've been staying isolated from one another and from other people that can make us say to ourselves, what do I have to give? What do I have to give? And I feel like the Holy Spirit is saying today that he is giving you something to give, but he wants you to come close to him first so that you can see it. 
Because it's in him that you receive it. It's not in your own strength that you receive what you need. We get to choose what kingdom we live by. We get to choose it. Every day that you get up, you get to choose. This is why this is a, that prayer, the Lord's prayer, that the Lord's prayer is actually a choice because you don't have to choose to pray that. But you're going to miss out on all of the blessings that come along with, with saying, God, let your kingdom come on earth as it is in heaven. That you get to choose in those moments where your, 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 your family is fighting. You get to choose in those moments when finances look low. You get to choose in those moments where you feel like you have been struggling with anger and, and hurt and unforgiveness, you get to choose in those moments what kingdom you live by. We get to make a choice. See, the world wants us to think that we have to live by what, what everybody else is living by, that we have to do what everybody else is doing. We have to live in the status quo of life and just, you know, react like everybody else reacts. But you know what that does when we do that? It actually, it actually takes away from that person's opportunity that is living in the world. It takes away from their opportunity to see Jesus in you. Guys, there is a world crying out. There is a world crying out to see Jesus in you. They're crying out. They're crying out, but are we crying out? Are we crying out? Are we intent, are we being intentive by the way that the Holy Spirit is wanting to, to move in us and through us? See, I want to say this to us, to you today, that, that he has given us the keys of heaven, and how can we practically, this is, this is a question for you, how can we practically build his kingdom? How can we do this in our everyday lives, Daniel? By receiving the revelation that we we're all called and given gifts to walk in. See, you were all called. There is a gift on each and one of your lives to give, and I'm going to prove it to you. I can hear myself in the feedback. I'm not sure what that is. You know, and maybe the Lord's speaking to me just through that. <laughs> oh. But I want to I prove this to you. I want to prove this to you that this is, what, this is what God is saying, that he's given us all gift. And so I want you to turn with me right now to um, 1 Corinthians. Let's go 1 Corinthians 12. 1 Corinthians 12, verse 4. Jesus, we love you. First Corinthians 12, verse 4. It says this. It says, there are different kinds of spiritual gifts, but the same spirit is the source of them all. It's, that's the verse that's, that what it says there. And I want you to know that because the Holy Spirit lives in you, these gifts are for you. These gifts are for you. These gifts are, weren't, weren't for we, we have, we, this is amazing because we've, we have access to these things. You know, like Christianity was actually meant to be fun, guys. 
Like, it wasn't meant to be boring. It wasn't, it wasn't meant to be, we just come here, you know, Jesus, you know, we sing the same songs every week. You know, we come because we feel like we have to or, you know, we're going to hell and God's going to smash us over the head. You know, it's not like that. It was meant to be fun because he's given, it's, it's fun to get a gift. <laughs> you think about, you think about, you know, Christmas time. We think about Christmas time and, and everybody's excited about Christmas time, you know. And we're excited, we're excited because, yes, Jesus died for us. But, you know, we're also excited because there's some sort of a gift that we're getting. Jesus gave us a gift in himself, dying for us, you know. But we get gifts and so we're excited for that. And it's actually a joyful, uh, a fun thing. And so it's fun to walk by the Spirit. It's fun to walk by the Spirit, but only if you know what you have access to. There are Christians that are walking in, in such a dry state, feeling like life is just loathing and poor me, when in reality, we are supposed to be crushing hell. Come on, somebody. We're supposed to be crushing hell. Like we literally get to put on the armor of God and fight and bring the kingdom of heaven here. We literally get to see lives change. We get to see chains fall off. We get to see the blind healed. We get to see the sick healed. We get to see deliverance and freedom. We get to see prosperity where there has been, where there has been a death and poverty and, and destruction. We get to see these things. See, we are equipped to build his kingdom by the Spirit. We've been equipped. And I want to go to Romans right now. Romans 12, verse 6 to 8. Romans 12, verse 6 to 8. It says this. It says, in his grace, God has given us different gifts for doing certain things well. So if God has given you the ability to prophesy, speak out with as much faith as he has given you. Come on, I want you, I want you to take this word right now, and I want you to take it as God is speaking this to you right now, okay? Where you are right now, receive this word. You're not just reading another verse here. The Lord is speaking today. I want you to take this. I'm going to start again, and I'm going to read. In his grace, God has given you different gifts for doing certain things well. So if God has given you the ability to prophesy, speak it out. With as much faith as you have been, as God has given you. If your gift is serving others, serve them well. If you are a teacher, teach well. If your gift is to encourage others, be encouraging. If it is giving, give generously. If God has given you leadership ability, take, responsibility, take that responsibility seriously. And if you have a gift for showing kindness to others, do it gladly. Come on, somebody. That's a great preaching in and of itself. I should leave right now. We should all go home. You know, sometimes the Word of God can speak for itself and preach for itself, and we don't, we don't need anything else. And I believe that in this Word, God is saying to us today that there is something in you to give. 
There is something in you to give. There is something in us to give. You know, guys, I was, I literally was, was, was thinking, I've been thinking this all of COVID. It's been a thought that's been going through my mind. I've been like, God, man, like, I feel like I'm, I'm not able to, to evangelize the way that I'm used to. It feels like, you know, everything around me is like, I can't talk to anybody. Everybody's like, doesn't want to, you know, we can't touch anybody. We can't pray for anybody. We can't lay hands on anybody. Like, man, what is going on? Like, this is just not me. Like, this is, this is just, it's like messing me up. But the one thing that I feel like the Spirit of God keeps saying, but what are you doing now? But what are you doing now? What are we doing in the midst of this to bring heaven? The enemy wants us to be so distracted by what's going on around us, wants us to be so consumed with our own problems, to be so, wants us to be quiet, wants us to be silent. But God didn't make us to be silent. He didn't create us. He didn't save us. He didn't put his spirit in us to be silent. His spirit is in us to come out of us. His spirit is in us to change the world around us. To speak to the world around us. To speak to that storm. To speak to that storm that looks impossible. That impossible situation that seems that everybody else is freaking out about. But you can be in rest in because all you need is a word. All you need is a word from heaven. All you need is a word from heaven. But how will you receive the word from heaven unless you are listening to heaven? But you can speak to that storm. And you can see the world around you be transformed. You can speak to that situation in your family, and you can see that situation be transformed. You can speak to your, the situations at work. You can speak to it, and you can see it be changed. But it's, it's daily recognizing that we carry this. Not just in the moment, not just when we're here today on Sunday, but we can take this back. We can take this back with us. I'm going to finish soon, guys. I promise. I know every preacher says that, but I promise I will finish soon. Holy Spirit, we love you. And we give you room, God, to minister to every heart right now. Father, that is here, that needs, that needs to be filled again, that needs, God, to be lifted out of discouragement. God, would you speak to their hearts again? Revive us, Lord. Revive us, Lord, today. We need you, Jesus. The Holy Spirit has given you each tools. There is someone waiting for you to walk out what you were called to again. There's someone outside of this room there's someone maybe in this room that is waiting for you to walk out where you've been called to again. Maybe you used to pro- prophesy, but maybe things around you got, you started to feel discouraged and you stopped. Maybe you used to pray for the sick, but then you saw a loved one die and maybe you stopped. See, the enemy wants that to be your story. 
but God has not called you to that story. That's not the story that he's written for you. He's written a different story for you. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. There's, there's a word that God is saying, and it's that God is calling his church from behind the curtain, from under the basket, out into the light, to be bold again and proclaim that the kingdom of God is here. He's calling us out again from being in isolation, in lockdown. He's calling us out again. Do you know the enemy, what he wants to do is he wants to make it seem like there's no way in the midst of COVID that you could be used? But did you know that when you go to the, the grocery store that God could use you? Do you know that when you go to, to your, to your uh, workplace that God could use you? Do you know that, that there might be a word that you might have for somebody that God wants to use? Faith. It's from that place that faith is. It's from stepping out on the what if and the and the rejection factor and the fear and the failure factor. You begin to see promises on the other side. And this is the last verse that I'm going to read. It's First Corinthians twelve twenty seven. 1 Corinthians 12, 27. And it says, all together, all of you together are Christ's body. And each of you is a part of it. Here are some of the parts of God. Oh, I didn't want to read that part, actually. So all of you together are Christ's body, and each of you has our each of you is a part of it. Each of you is a part of his body. Each of you is a part of his body. Each of you get to represent Christ. I want you to say with me, I am a part of God's body. And he wants to use me. Come on. See, God is asking if you will let him fill you and use you again. Will you let him fill you and use you again? Ask the Holy Spirit how you can build his kingdom. See, sometimes it's, it's on us to begin to be intentional about how, and how we are used by God by asking him. And ask him, how can I bring, build the kingdom of God? What is it on the inside? Because I have, you have value. You all have a value that has been placed on you because of the Holy Spirit in you, because of the price that was paid for you that you can and will be used by God, that you are qualified. You aren't qualified just because you work out. You aren't qualified because you have smart words, because you're educated. And you're not qualified because 
of your financial situation, but you are qualified because of the Spirit of God in you and the blood of Jesus that was shed for your life. That's what qualifies you to be used by God in this hour, in this season, in this time. You know, I know Esther, Esther in the Bible, she was in a time where, where the, the people of Israel were about to be slaughtered. And her uncle Mordecai says to her, maybe you were called for such a time as this. And in this hour where it seems everything is against the church and against the, the, the people of God here in our nation, maybe, just maybe, just maybe, just maybe you were called in this hour for such a time. Maybe you were just called in this hour for such a time. I want you to know right now that, that God says about you that you are called in such a time as this. That you were called to touch the people around you. Did you know that if each of us would speak to one person, think about each of you in this room right now, online right now, if each of you would speak to one person, if each of you would bring the kingdom of God to one person and see one person come to God, how many people would we see saved? How many people would we see touched by the love of God? See, our purpose on earth wasn't just to get saved and get sucked up to heaven. It wasn't just to go to heaven or else he would have just taken us. Our purpose was to bring heaven down. Was to bring heaven down. And you can do that in whatever your sphere of influence is. And here are three points to remember from today. Three points I want all of us to take from this today. Holy Spirit, we thank you. Number one, there is a generation longing to see the kingdom of God. There is a generation right now that is longing, that is crying out, that doesn't know who they are. Just like once upon a time, you didn't know who you were. I didn't know who I was. They're crying out. And they need, they need the kingdom of heaven inside of you. If the Holy Spirit is in you, this is number two, his kingdom is in you. See, and his kingdom comes. You know, I know Jesus said this one thing to, one, to the disciples. He said that if I cast out a demon, that means the kingdom of God is here. Do you know that, that when you begin to move in the spirit of God, see demons flee, that the kingdom of God begins to get established? Do you know that when, when you begin to, to, to cast out the, the demonic in whatever place you're in, whether it's your home, in your, in your work, in your, in, in, in your neighborhood, that the kingdom of God comes in replacement of it? And so we get to do this. And number three, you are qualified, you are qualified to build the kingdom of God. You are qualified because the Spirit of God is saying, son, daughter, let me use you. Let me use you. You see that person over there? Speak to them. You see that person over there, pray for them. 
Help that person over there. Give them hope. They need it. There is all in each and every one of us. God wants to stir our hearts again, guys. God wants to stir Thank you for joining us today. We pray that this message has truly blessed your life. For more information, go to bigchurch.cc.